This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 10 of our summer road trip, Tuesday, July 16th. We wanted to start out today by giving an update of some events that happened last night after our um, recording of our podcast for day eight. Yeah, probably just five minutes after we finished our recording, the uh, forest ranger drove by our parking spot. We were all laid out in our beds in the back of the car, ready to fall asleep. And he pulled up and said, you can't park here. There's no camping. Yep, no camping here. Go try the ski parking lot. Yeah, so we ended up going to the ski parking lot. um, And it was actually beneficial for us because that's where we started our hike on the long trail today. Yeah, it was beneficial, but yeah, it was a bummer to sleep there. And, you know, there was no signs there that said no overnight parking allowed, so that's why we figured it was okay. Yeah, and there was no no camping signs. Um, it was through Smuggler's Notch that we were at, and it's a little bit north um, of Stowe, Vermont, on Vermont Highway 108. Um, It was beautiful, and we are actually excited to drive that once we get done hiking. Yeah, during the day. Because we only saw it at night. Yeah, so once we get done hiking the long trail in the next uh, day or two, um, we will be going and driving, driving that again during the day. And then going to the brewery. We want to go to, well, I want to go to (laughs) the Alchemist uh, Beer Company. Which we were going to go to yesterday, but turns out it was closed by the time we got to that city. Yeah, and apologies in advance, we are recording this in our tent right now. And it is a little bit windy up here. We are on top of a mountain. And it's pretty cloudy, so it may or may not rain. There is rain in the forecast. So we started our day in the ski parking lot. (laughs) Stowe Mountain Ski Resort, I believe it was called. Yeah, and it was was a really nice sleep there. You know, there was some bright lights, um, but... Overall, good sleep, still got good mountain air, so there was a fresh flow going through the car. I think it was the coolest night um, in the car sleeping this trip so far. And it was, um, I think, I don't know, about 6 or so a.m. when we woke up and some of the first day hikers started pulling into the parking lot there. So it kind of woke us up, and then we hopped out of the car, cooked a little breakfast in the parking lot there, had some coffee and oatmeal. Yeah, spent time getting the rest of our gear packed into our packs, making sure we had all of our food, all of our essential items needed, and um, just rearranging a few things. Yeah, just getting our packs all finalized, too, because we hadn't had them packed prior to coming to the long trail here or 
even in our car at all. We had a couple Rubbermaid um, totes that we have camping in one and food in the other. So it's took us a little bit just to kind of pack everything. I think we're going to, um, on the second leg of our trip when we go out west, pack it a little differently and pack all of our camping gear. But we'll in- save that for road trip adjustment series. Sure. Yes. <laughs> so listen next Sunday for the road trip adjustment series. So we started out about 10 o'clock today hiking. and It, it was tough right away. Yeah. You start going up right away and you don't really stop going up. And well, we decided to go north on the long trail instead of south. So if we would have went south, we would have went up Mount Mansfield. And that was the mountain that we were trying to think of last night, but forgot the name. And we decided that, you know, that's a pretty strenuous hike. It's the tallest peak in Vermont. And we just didn't want to do that with fully loaded packs. So we decided, you know what, it might be busier or less busy going north on the long trail than it would be to go south towards Mount Mansfield, where people can also drive up to pretty much the peak. Um, There's a toll road. I don't know how much that toll road is. But it can get pretty busy with some um, visitors since you can drive most of the way up Mount Mansfield. So, like Sarah said, we started out our hike and it just kept going up, 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 up. And we were used to doing some hikes that had some elevation. But not like this, where it was just a continual for, I don't know how many miles, about three miles of just going up. Yeah, just, yeah, it was pretty much up. I mean, there was a couple times where it flattened out, and a couple times where you felt like you were going down a little, but a few steps down, and it was right back up. And we're talking, like, really challenging terrain as well you know there was some slippery parts a lot of different tree roots to go on all kinds of shapes and formations of rocks that you're stepping on yeah it was a very rocky trail like large rocks and um trees there was some down trees that we had to go over yeah so i mean we wouldn't recommend this for your first backpacking experience unless you really want to challenge yourself yeah. But we um took it pretty slow today. Um we got to the shelter, Sterling Pond shelter by about three. Three o'clock, yeah. So about five hours and we only did about three and a half miles. Yeah, and it, we were just kinda laughing because like three and a half miles back in Minnesota would have been done in an hour. Yeah, hour and a half or so and but yeah, it was it's just, a whole different story when you're in the mountains. Just slow going. We had to take off our packs a couple times just to cool down and let our um, bodies kind of adjust too because we're also not used to hiking this type of elevation. Um, 
And so we took a few snack breaks, yep. water breaks. Um, um, before we go further, we should tell our listeners what the Long Trail is and where it goes, Andy. Why don't we tell them that? The Long Trail is the first um, long-distance trail constructed in the U.S. It goes from Massachusetts to Canada or vice versa, whichever way you decide to hike. Um and it, yeah, it extends the whole length of Vermont um, vertically. So it was constructed between 1910 and 1930. Um, and it's 270 miles. Yes. And so um, we did meet a few people that were through hiking the entire length of the trail today. So they were on like day 19, I think. 18. 18, yeah. The first girls that we met were on day 18. No, the first girls we met were hiking south, and they were on day 6. Everyone else we encountered was on day 18, and they were hiking north. Hiking north, okay. Yeah, so um, we did meet one guy, though, who was going pretty fast through it. Um, He was on day, let's see, he started the 5th. The 5th. And now it's the 16th, so I guess day 9. Yeah, he didn't really want to stop to talk with us at all. He was one of those hikers that just wants to go as far as he can each day. Actually, my math was wrong. That would be day 11. <laughs> but, yeah, he he was booking it he compared was, yeah. to... Everyone else that was on day 18. Yeah, everyone else that we met, too, you know, kind of wanted to talk and hear each other's stories a little bit. They were okay hanging out and chatting for 5-10 minutes, but yeah, but once also, in a while you meet those hikers that are just, they have a goal and they're going. We also met most of the people going north at the shelter, so they were pretty much done for the day anyways. Um, this guy though, he said he wanted to get as far as he could today, so I don't know if he had a schedule and he just had to get it done in a certain amount of time or if he just wanted to keep hiking yeah so eventually we did get to um lake or sterling pond which was about three and a half miles mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and uh that's a really good day hike there was a lot of day hikers enjoying the pond a couple people swimming having snacks there's also a lot of other trails around, too, so it's not just the Long Trail. There is the Sterling Pond Trail. There's the Elephant um, Head Trail. Um, there's a lot that's right around this little ski area. And so I think a lot of people were hiking some of those other trails, too, that we saw, because the Long Trail does intersect and also goes along some of those for a little distance. Yeah, and um, when we were down at that pond, we met another thru-hiker who was going to be going to the same shelter that we went to. Her name was Dawn. And she's not a thru-hiker, though. She's only doing six days out here. Yeah, yeah. And today was her first day out of six days. So she looked pretty good for her first day, but some of those through hikers that we've come across, the you can tell they're very beat. <laughs> yeah. 
And they were resupplying in the town of Stowe, too. Some of them were, at least. And one of the guys, he didn't start his hike until 3 today because he was waiting for his resupply to come in. And then he hiked, um, I don't know how many miles it was, but he booked it and he made it in only a couple hours. Yep, and his trail name was? Just Kyle. (laughs) Just Kyle. (laughs) It was kind of funny. I don't think that's actually his trail name, but now we're kind of coining that for him, Um, even though we haven't quite told him that yet but if we run across him tomorrow we will because um i think he doesn't actually have a trail name and his name is just kyle but um i don't know maybe maybe i just misheard something because sarah asked him what his trail name was and he said just kyle and so i don't know if that just meant his name or (laughs) or what but that's pretty cool trail name if it is a trail name yeah not one of those other ones. Like the other people that we met, his name was Pancake. Yep. And he makes pancakes every morning. And then the his daughter with him was Stom. Squishy. Squish. Squish. Because every squishy. time she steps in a pile of mud, she goes, squish. <laughs> so, you know, when, when you're out through hiking, you... You get these trail names somehow, and you can't give a trail name to yourself. It needs to be given to you, and usually it's through something silly that happens, like the examples we just gave. And then that just becomes, you introduce yourself as your trail name when you get to all these shelters amongst the the trail. Yeah, there was another guy that went to the shelter just beyond here, um, the Whiteface Shelter. And his name was Leprechaun. Um, We didn't get the story behind that one, though, so maybe tomorrow. Um, But he might be further further past where we actually make it, because we're kind of slow going. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, um, we're not actually sleeping at that shelter tonight, because that shelter, it was a beautiful shelter, really well kept. Um, They actually have a caretaker who stays... Uh, right near that shelter over the summer. They have a little tent pad separate from the shelter, but they clean it and maintain it. And there was actually a Coleman stove up there, and there's fuel for all of the backpackers and campers to come use. But there is a $5 fee when you stay at that shelter. And, I mean, it's very well maintained, so it's well worth paying the $5 if you want a nice place to stay and cook. Oh, for sure, and... They don't allow the tents to be set up near the shelter in that area, so... And I'm not quite ready to just lay down the sleeping pad and sleep in a shelter. I want an enclosed space around me. Yeah, they have a sign up saying, though, that if you do want to put your tent pad up or your tent up to go to the ski hills and set it up on or near the ski hills... So we're currently on the ski hill right now. Yep, the right the a step outside of our tent and you can see the ski trail map and the chairlift is right to our right. We open the tent and it's right there. We it, we're looking at we got a small glance of the sunset from the top of the chairlift. We climbed to the top over there this evening. Yeah, and tomorrow we'll be climbing Mount Madonna which we can see from our tent right here. 
Yeah, and, and that's going to be a tough one. Well, Mount Whiteface is actually the toughest um, tomorrow because it's kind of straight up. Um, but Mount Madonna is also, there's going to be some incline. And the ski hill actually goes up Mount Madonna so we can see some of those chairlifts. And then we're on, I believe, the Sterling, um, I don't know if you call it Sterling Mountain or what it exactly is, but some of the runs um, kind of show Sterling and we're at Sterling Pond. So that was also nice, the pond. Um, we got to rinse off a bit and filter some good water. Didn't see any wildlife, but the uh, caretaker left a note in the shelter. The caretaker wasn't there today, but left a note in the shelter that she had seen a 300-pound black bear. That's yeah. a big bear. So, yeah, the, that was down at the pond. Another... And that was just yesterday. So the 15th. Uh, yep, July 15th was the black bear sighting. Another thru-hiker that was there, I think it was Squishy, was saying that another trip that they were on... Um, she had seen a moose down there, a smaller moose, um, across the pond from where everyone can go down at the, that there's like a little beach at the pond. So we ended up also cooking our meals at this warming hut that's on the ski runs here. Um, it's like a really small chalet thing just to warm up in the and they said that everyone should cook their food here until they figure out where this bear is going and just making sure it's not a problem near the shelter. There is a cook set up in the shelter, a uh, little propane stove and stuff. So they just don't want that bear to come up. And apparently there's some trouble too with people leaving trash everywhere. There was some notes from the caretaker, too, about cleaning up all your trash. Even so. the apple cores, that seems to be an issue here. Yeah. So, we ended up cooking in this warming chalet and um, ate dinner with um, Don, who Sarah had mentioned earlier. And we're probably actually going to kind of hike along with her tomorrow. Um, she's going to Bears Hollow Shelter, which is two shelters away from here, about eight miles. The one in between is Whiteface Shelter, which is about three and a half miles from here. So we're going to just kind of go along, see how we feel when we get to the Whiteface one, and see if we want to keep going. But the great thing is she offered this to us because her car is parked not very far from there. So she would let us ride. She would give us a ride back to our car that's parked at the ski chalet. So then we wouldn't need to just do a hike in and out. We could do a section hike. Yeah, we would be able to, yeah, just get that ride back and not have to come back here and maybe even save a day. And then continue on the road and 
get to that brewery so, sooner. So thanks in advance, Don, if you're listening to this right now. We appreciate it, and we liked the conversation tonight, and look forward to more tomorrow. Yeah. There was a lot of people uh, hiking by to tonight to try and watch the sunset from the the ski lifts, but unfortunately there was some trees obstructing views, so I don't think everyone got the view that they actually wanted. We didn't either, but it was still nice. Um, oh, Daisy did really well today, so Squish and Pancake had two dogs with them at the shelter when we were all kind of meeting each other hanging out at the shelter for a few minutes there they had two dogs and daisy of course is gonna bark at the dogs that come in but after about five ten minutes she was able to calm down and just kind of chill i mean we were still holding her they had their dogs on the leash but it was really good because she was in the same vicinity as these dogs and she was calm so that was nice to see her in the same vicinity as dogs outside on the trail and not barking yeah so hopefully um it will be calm for her tomorrow as well and she's sleeping good right now we will probably be sleeping very well as well since we're pretty tired after going uphill all day yeah my legs feel it really hard right now can't imagine what they're gonna be like tomorrow morning so with that i think we're gonna hit the hay and get some sleep get an early start tomorrow and be checking in with you guys then yeah oh and uh for people who read our trail notes in the book at the shelter we ended up going with the cheesy enchilada for dinner. Just if you were wondering. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, no, it's the moon. That's really bright. Yeah, the moon is like out of the clouds. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.